0: Hi, this is Kale. I'm Ray Brown's son and a frequent camper with Project Ascent. Today you're listening to the third and final piece featuring the camping nonprofit. My dad and Rob talk about how COVID affected the organization, both good and bad, and what the future holds. If you like camping or if you believe in getting kids outdoors, then stay tuned. This episode is for you. My name is Kale Brown, and you're listening to Your Wild Place. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Watching the sun rise again Alright, so, um, whoa, yeah. easy, easy whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa. Take, it down. whoa take it down, actually Okay, so apparently we're not going to record that at 99 <laughs> We'll try that right here Okay Wait, uh, how do we start this? Yeah, I don't know I don't know either Um, yeah do, I mean, do we try to do a, an intro together? Like Whatever you want, man. Okay. You can. Yeah. Uh, well, and what are we going to say? What are we going to say? We're going to say that, um, you know, my name's Ray Brown. Mm-hmm. And you are. I'm Rob Christensen. Uh, he's Rob. Oh, damn it. What is going on? Let's try it again. Um, so we'll do one, two, three. My name's Ray Brown. I'm Rob Christensen. And I'm with uh, Friends of Scotch from Peaks Wilderness. And I'm with Project Descent. This is uh, Volume 3 of our three-part series with Project Descent. Uh, the last two episodes, uh, first, we talked all about Rob. Uh, the second episode, we talked about the current state of uh, Project Descent. Uh, now, we want to talk about the future. You've spent the last two weeks... Uh, over at the Bull River campground, mm-hmm. can you tell me about that experience? Yeah, so um, normally
2: on a in a normal year um, when there's not a pandemic going on, right? Uh, those two weeks are reserved for our camps, and that's where we do one of our base camps with our kids. We run two camps; uh, they're four days each, and Uh, the bull river campground is our, is kind of our base of operations. We had rented it and we, we had talked about maybe, uh, getting a refund, but we still take a hit on the place. And so we thought, you know what, let's just, um, let it go to good use. Anybody that wants to come out can use it that we know let's invite everybody we know and um if they can get a chance you know it's within our mission to get them out and and, and let them have fun and enjoy it and i found myself alone a lot out <laughs> there uh but i was okay with that and it was a good it was a chance for me to uh do a lot of self-reflection and and um kind of get right with some things uh that that have been going on lately you know with the world and
1: and well let's 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 talk about that just yeah. just a little bit you know the importance of, of taking that time to pause right right and i'm sure you had you know some sort of expectations going out there trying to manage those but at the same time so what what really happened yeah. well well you can't you can't really
2: go out there with expectations is, is kind of what i found you know mm. i went out there to um, make use of the place to to, um, really I had in mind, uh, using it for, uh, thinking and planning future camps, um, to be honest. And, and I did a lot of that. Uh, but I also found myself using the, the serenity of it all to, uh, like I said, self-reflect a little bit about me and my life. Mm-hmm. And normally the camps allow me a chance to do that as well. So they're, they're twofold, you know, I'm, obviously i'm busy running things and and making sure everything's going well but at the same time i do get a lot of time then to do a lot of personal reflection as well
1: sure so i mean did you did you know you know once once it was determined that the camps weren't going to occur mm-hmm. was that something that you you felt like you were immediately going to lose like oh, oh my god i'm i'm going to miss this opportunity <laughs> to self reflect or did it kind of come amongst the chaos? Yeah, no, not at all.
2: It was never a forethought at all.
1: Yeah, it, You know, that wasn't my my thought was,
2: um, you know, I still cling to hope for a while mm-hmm. because with this, with COVID, you just kind of go day by day. You don't know mm-hmm. where it's at at all. So up until even, you know, a couple of weeks ago. We thought, well, maybe there's still a chance that something will happen and restrictions will get lifted and we'll still get to do something with the kids. Right. Uh, realistically, I knew in the back of my mind that, you know, there was really no chance of that happening. <laughs> uh, but you never
1: want the realist to take over. Exactly.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but no, I just found myself out there. I, I, I wanted to make sure that we made good use of something that we had rented and that it that it served a a purpose and uh for me man i it absolutely did i I didn't go out there with with the intention of you know self-reflecting or solving any of the world's problems or anything like that i went out there to use it and (laughs) you know have fun and make something of my summer what what little left of it there is you know as as it happens naturally you know, in the outdoors, you just find yourself immersed in your own thought a lot. And, and it ended up being a really good thing for me. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great.
1: And so you're, you know, some of your supporters had an opportunity to come out. Yeah. Um, You had your, you had your crew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you actually had that opportunity. I mean, so what, what all did you, what, what did you do? You know, we, um,
2: well, a lot of the time that I spent, Alone, actually, there's, um, a, there's a pavilion with picnic tables. And a lot of that time I spent, uh, reading books and actually just kind of watching They they have, uh, the ground squirrels out there. And so I just kind of watched the ground squirrels. And to be honest, I got lost in time for a while there. I, but <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you're watching ground squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. Let my, my mind water, wander and, and, and watch these little varmints and, <laughs> you know, and, and uh puts things into perspective it a does bit. you know that the time just melted away yeah it was it was kind of wild because i like i said i spent two weeks out there and a lot of that time was alone but we did have uh friends and family come out and get to enjoy it as well and that was a blast and so we did, we did a lot of kayaking we did a lot of fishing went up to bull lake yeah. and uh twice and got to enjoy that I went to ross creek cedars as one does in that area, right? Sure. And then uh, and got to enjoy uh, the Hereford is open. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: right. And they have great food. How there. wonderful is that place? Yeah, got to got to bust <laughs> in there a few times and, <laughs> and get a burger. And so you hear that Hereford. I mean, we're, we're glad we gave you nice that nice plug. Br- nice plug there. <laughs> <right>. Shameless plug. <laughs> you know, some some things have come up. You know, over the summer we started this. Uh, process with you uh, back in June. Uh, like you said, there was still some hope. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's still some, you know, some sort of aspirations that we're trying to achieve, but things just didn't work out. So, can you can you tell me what, how has COVID, you know, affected you? Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off with, you know, what has COVID uh, taken away? Yeah.
2: Well, I, first of all, you know, for for Project Descent, we've never really dealt with things getting taken away. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're just used yes. to good things happening the all the time. Ascendipitous. Yeah, ascendipitous. Um, Ascendipity. But this, so this was, a, it was kind of a hard pill to swallow at first. Yeah. We'd actually got approved for all our grants for our camps and then it got rescinded. And so, and that was tough because we had contracts signed. I was, I was in the middle of the planning process. I had things lined up and uh, just the timing of it all was just last minute. It got pulled. We had three other grants in the works, backup grants, kind of to help with operating expenses. But then we were going to reallocate those if we got them to, to then try to throw together at least one camp, the float camp. In the end, we ended up getting funding from one of one major source, which was great, for a float camp down the Flathead River. And so we went that next day, gung-ho, and went to the Flathead and got turned around by tribal police because what? we couldn't be on tribal land, they they shut it off. Were you on the water? Yeah, we were yeah, we went across Sloan Bridge and we we're we we're taking that turn to go back and there was a barricade, a police barricade, and they stopped us and they said, Hey, you guys can't be here um, unless you're a member of the tribe because they got hit so hard yeah. that they had to shut everything down and now so, it's real. And then all of a sudden that it was that was it. You know, that was like the straw, right? And then we had nothing left. There were no more grants in the works. Right. There was no chance of doing our float camp because that none of the other, there's no time to plan something that epic. And the reality just set in, you know, on that ride home. It's a long drive home. Holy cow. We aren't going to get to do what we do Mm -hmm. this summer. And so that I think. Is why, you know, that time at, at Bull River meant so much and, and did so much, um, because it allowed me a chance to, to get right with things Mm -hmm. and to, you know, not take certain things personally that, that are well outside of my control. Right. Um, and then also focus on, we, we, we really are doing other
1: things other than just our camps. Well, then that, that's, that's, that brings me right to the next point is, uh, covid takes away a lot mm. of things but what i think uh, a lot of people are learning um is that it's also providing some opportunities right. that would would never come up so we know, yeah. what, we know what covid's taken away mm. what has covid provided so
2: it's it's provided us a chance to um reflect it's provided us a chance to to breathe a little bit which is uh, uh, because is as fast as we move or have been moving, it seems you don't realize it until you're forced to sit back and look at it. And, (laughs) and, you know, um, I walked away from that, that time alone, just proud, really proud of what we, what we do and, and what we've done, but also, uh, it's provided opportunities for us to fulfill our mission in a different way than just our camps because, we're more than just youth camps where our mission involves, it encompasses adults. It encompasses, um, the
1: community, you know, as a whole. So what, um, so, what is the mission, you know, define the mission of project descent,
2: the, the mission in, in the whole, I mean, so it's, it's, it's a bunch of words put together <laughs> on a paper, but what, it, what it really means is self-awareness, uh, through outdoor, um, adventure activities, right? Sure. Giving people the opportunity to get outside and, and enjoy and, and develop a sense of belonging with, with the world around them, because I think that's so lost right now and it's mm-hmm. so important. And the reason why it's a lot, a lot of it is youth based, number one is because of what I do. You know, I'm a school counselor, but because I'm a school counselor, the impact that has on youth is huge. And, and to me, that's we're going to make the greatest impact by teaching, you know, younger people value and and not that taking an adult, you know, or, or a community member out there is not going to have the same impact for them. But it'll be longer lasting if we can start hitting youth right now and and instilling those values early, so then they can rub off on their friends, right? You know, and they can
1: even carry it over to their families. Give me another experience uh, where you know one night out in the woods, how that will affect a person, right? Well, it's just—I mean, I don't understand the science behind it. I really mm-hmm. don't. I just know that it works. Yeah, it does, right? And that's just it—is—is is, You know, I can sit here and talk about it
2: on the radio, (laughs) but honestly, if, if, if you just come out and experience it, which you've had that, Mm -hmm. you know, opportunity to do, you've been to to our camps and you've seen it, but being able to see it and see the change, especially in like a four day camp, and it's only four days out of their lives. Right. But the person they come in as is transformed, morphed into this person that they leave as and the person that they leave as is, is better, mm-hmm. you know, better mm-hmm. for the world, better for themselves, better all around. And, um, like
1: you said, you can't explain it. No, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it works. But It works and, and you can't do it in any other environment except no, right.
2: That's just it. And, and it's lucked out and found like the golden ticket to making the most, impact and change that I can in my life Hmm. through Project Ascent. And that's why it was born. And that's, 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 and I think that's why it's been so successful too. Mm -hmm. I think people do know and see the value in it. Yeah. But man, if there's a way to just get
1: everybody to come and just watch a camp and be at a camp or go to a camp, go to a camp, (laughs) right? right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, especially here in Sanders County um, or Lincoln County, Bonner County, I think at some point in our lives, you know, everybody has had an opportunity to go on some sort of camping adventure, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, a family camp. I remember growing up, my, my grandparents were, uh, camp hosts at Prescott Lake. Uh, or no, not Prescott Lake, Lynx Lake in Prescott, Arizona. And I just remember just having that opportunity to, to hang out with them and run through the woods and just, you know, and I, I, I just think that everybody at some level has had something like that, right? And so everybody understands the value of it, but maybe they've forgotten mm-hmm. a little bit. Everybody's maybe has experienced outdoor activity
2: in a way, but they they might not have experienced it with the depth that we can provide. Yeah. That you know focus. what I mean? The, right. And and to actually take that time to to look around you and to, and to say, "Oh my gosh, wow." There's a plant there, right? <laughs> what is that? And what does it do? <laughs> then those are things that are lost. Right. And that's what I'm, what I'm talking about. <laughs> well,
1: I want to yeah. share, I want to share something with you. I'm yeah. glad this has come up because mm. yeah, not every outdoor experience that I've had has been, you know, meta by, mm, by right. any stretch. There was a, <laughs> there was a time, uh, I was living in Helena and, I met, met a crew there. I just moved. And so I'm looking for my tribe. Hey, we're going camping. You want to go? Heck yeah. I'm, I'm all excited. And I, I show up and I, I mean, you know me, right? Yeah. So I pull up to this campsite, you know, and there's four wheelers ripping through all the stuff. Another guy is using a shotgun to blast cans while they're pulling. And I swear to God, I'm looking over and this guy has got his chainsaw and he's cutting out a notch in a tree. To act as a place for him to set his beer next to his chair, um, that was not pleasant. Oh, I me. I didn't I didn't know how to process that right. at all, you know. Right. And I was just like, I'm not.
2: This is well, and that's like I was, you know, talking about it when we went to Bull Lake and we're out there in kayaks, and it's this absolutely gorgeous, serene setting in clear water and fish everywhere, right. and. And then all of a sudden, here comes this boat just roaring by with their music. I'm not kidding you, bouncing off the canyon walls. Right. There's no reason to have. Well, what was it the music? Loud. Uh, oh, it was like I know you know. It was like new age hip hop, like <laughs> something that not everybody needs to to even hear. You know, no lyrical value at all. So maybe if it was you know Zeppelin or Pink Floyd or something, <laughs> sure, I would, sure, I would, sure. I would it's complain. Yeah, horrible. yeah, I get yeah, okay. that. I'd get that. It would go with the surroundings, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But no, and then the thing is, is that, and they're pulling an inner tube full of kids. Mm. And so here's, here's that generation, right? Those groups of kids that are, that are going to learn that behavior. Um, and then, you know, I see these posts on Facebook of people going out and there's a picture of all this, like, house insulation in a fire pit in one of our campsites. That somebody just decided, hey, I'll just dump this here. Things like that, that. That wow, they got out and they they got to a campsite, but instead of like enjoying it and doing, you know, getting value out of it, and right for themselves, they just dump a bunch of garbage for somebody else to have to look at and pick up. That's tough.
1: And so, yeah, I. You so know, you guys don't take insulation to your campsites?
2: You know, we we try not to. If, okay. if we're in dire need of starting a fire, you know, we'll we'll about to insulation. do what you got to do. do. Yeah. yeah, no,
1: we are at that at that point. I mean, you're. Camps aren't going to happen. Yeah, um, the your major uh, fran- fundraisers uh, didn't happen. What's the what's the future? Of Project Sun.
2: Well, I so we didn't do our camps, um, but like I was saying before, it's not not just our camps that define us, right? It's that's one thing that we're doing that that we're super proud of, and that that we spend a lot of our time and energy on. But we also do a lot of community stuff. So right now we're working on the um, revamp in the Noxon playground. At, at, it's at Pilgrim park um, in Noxon and Avista had contacted us and needed a partner to um, do something with their playground. And so we got a hand in, in designing it and promoting outdoor play um, for youth, which it's going to be so neat. It's um, it's got a lot of different features and it's ADA compliant. So. Sure. You know, it's it's a place where everybody of all skill level and, and so what what is your
1: out, role right? in the project? Tell so
2: on. I designed it. Well, I, oh. I had a big hand in designing it. Sure. Um, and you know, I got a hold of the company and and uh, we kind of did all the schematics together and mm-hmm. and and uh, did that. And then Avista is they're the funder. You know, they're they're the major funder. But also uh, we have a grant writer that wrote grants for Project Descent to be able to put in some money and help fund as well. And so we're excited about it. It's going to happen hopefully this summer and then we're going to do the installation ourselves and we're going to get our crew out there and, and get to go build this playground in our community and be able to watch, you know, go there and watch kids enjoy it for, for years. That's a cool thing. And it's a neat thing. It's an impact thing. And there's a there's a couple other things. There's a couple other things. Yeah. 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 Well we had talked about um up above every town there's letters on a hill. Montana. Montana proud, right? Yeah, it's gotta be a lot of people here don't know that we actually do have a TF. No. But it's kind of turned into a jumble of something you can't read right now. Yeah, if you
1: look, look close, you can see the white splotch. Yeah, it's and here. that's
2: what it was. When I think when I first moved here, I thought it was a mountain goat. Up there. <laughs> um, but it's it's supposed to be a TF, and and you know that's been something that I've looked at for years and and wanted to uh, revamp, and and it's on a cliff. Yeah, and which is perfect because we have all this repelling gear, and we take our kids repelling, and okay. um, you know, some nice gentleman approached me the other day and said hey you want to get this done and and uh and so we're kind of in the planning phase of that with s
1: c c -C. C -C -C. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, sanders county community development corporation right right Um, i mean one of the cool things about you know that operation it's uh community development right and it's not that doesn't mean uh, Waterline development It doesn't mean uh, Boat ramp development It means community mm-hmm. Development And uh, I think having our Monogram Back up on Flatiron Ridge uh, is, is a wonderful way To start To build Community Yeah Right I agree Right I agree I, We won't call that Low hanging fruit You know <laughs> no. But it's definitely Hanging You know yeah. by, by some stretch it's Hanging up there away. It's, it's hanging Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah So that's It's going to be
2: a feat But man You know To be able to look up there Yeah all the time, and just have a reminder of hey, you know we did something really good here, and and I know it's just paint on a on a on the face of a rock, but it means a lot to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it so, does. Yeah, it does. Um, and it's good, it's good to remind a community um, that there are folks that care. Yeah, right. You know, right, especially now. Especially now. Mm-hmm. What's the other?
2: There's another one. So also with the the SCCDC, right? Dude, you're, you are getting better I'm getting it yes um that's a heck of an acronym
1: it's you could have made it a little easier I think well there's but, a lot of weird there's like CDC stuff and you don't want to get kind of mixed up with that and with yeah. you know I think um, you're mixed up with it yeah so it, I think <laughs> they it's really tough
2: but I've had uh, also this dream since I moved here really at first it started with with uh, there, there was um, land around the high school, and I'm yeah, a big. Right. I was a big frisbee golfer in college. because yeah. I went to Missoula. Oh, so well, Blue, Mountain. Blue, Blue Mountain was my playground. Oh, and I loved it. Oh, man. And uh, you know, part of. Oh, I'm a PE teacher. I was, I was a PE teacher at the time when I first moved. And, and I just got my master's in counseling and, um, but taught PE for 12 years. And, and part of my PE classes were, I did mini Frisbee golf because yeah. And we like a mini Frisbee golf course, right. Set up obstacles and stuff in the gym. And, uh, but I had the chance, like approach the high school and they said, Hey, if you get funding, you can build a nine hole course around the high school. And so that was in the works, um, but it never really came to fruition. there was a lot of a lot of leads, but nothing really came of it yeah and then we have this awesome forest service land that they they have the these walking trails on here and we're so lucky to have it's called the mule Pass here. and every time I'm out there walking, I was thinking, man, this would be perfect yeah for. A frisbee golf course.
1: Well, Rob, have you ever gone out there with your discs? No, I haven't. My son and I have actually gone out there, and we've, we'll walk and we'll pick a target. Pick a tree. We'll, yeah. yeah, we use it as mm. as a disc golf course all the while. Yeah. you know, there's there's going to be a trick because I mean it is it's popular, right? And so yeah. it's going to be a little. We want to be, you know, mindful of what exists, mindful exactly. of what people are using. There's a lot of room out there. There is a lot of space, uh, but a disc golf course, it's, it's just made
2: for it. Yeah. Well, and we were talking about it earlier, but only half that space is utilized. Yeah. And the other half is totally, it's across the street. Yeah. It doesn't get touched and yeah. man, what a place over there to add something like that. Um, so, there's opportunity there. So, that's just kind of starting <laughs> yeah. to get in the work. So, works. Folks, that
1: would, that'd be one of those situations where we're just going to ask you to stay tuned. Right, right. right. Um, yeah, but at the, at the same time, like, hold on. Yeah. Um, oh, it's happening. Yeah, because things are happening. Yeah. It's exciting. So, you
2: know, you, know you
1: asked yeah. what COVID
2: gave. But and yes. so, I guess it's so then it's that opportunity to work on
1: other sides of our mission. Right. Right. Which is... Not just your camps, yeah, but getting people out, and it doesn't matter if you're registered for your camp. It's just the families of the community. Yep. Um, we're doing things. We're doing things. Yeah, providing opportunities. Right, that's a beautiful thing. Rob, I uh, I got to tell you this. This has been one of the one of the highlights of, of my COVID summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> or I don't think that's the hashtag. It's still you know summer 2020. But mm-hmm. uh, I I appreciate um, you taking the time. Talking with us about this. Oh man, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. it's been a blast. It has been a blast. Um, best Select Project Ascent. Thank you.
3: Hey, listeners. This is Andrea. I'm a team member of the nonprofit called Project Ascent, the sponsors of this episode. Our mission is to get people connected to nature. We do this by offering summer camps to kids where they experience epic adventures, learn great lessons, and create lifelong memories, all free of charge. We also host community events throughout the year, including the Winter Carnival, held in January. The Winter Carnival is an event designed to connect families to the outdoors, offering 12 carnival-style games, prizes, and an occasional visit from our elusive forest friend Again, I love to say these words, free of charge. We do host multiple fundraising events throughout the year that are just as epic and fun, and I encourage you to check those out. You can find us on Facebook at Project Ascent MT, and you can check out all the adventures we offer and how you can help on our website at www.projectascent.org.
0: Thank you for listening to Your Wild Place, presented by Francis Scotsman Peaks. For more information on the Friends, go to scotsmanpeaks.org. Today's episode featured my dad and Rob discussing the future of the camping nonprofit and the sponsor of today's episode, Project Descent. To learn how you can support Project Descent, go to projectdescent.org. Your Wild Place is edited by my dad, Ray Brown. Theme music by Ben Olson and Katie Archer. Be sure to subscribe to Your Wild Place wherever you download your podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to rate and review us. Have a great day.